0: And this is Truth From The Heart with Travis Sullivan. And welcome to the first episode of this podcast. And I've actually already recorded the first episode, but I am re-recording it. Not that the first episode was not good or it didn't have good information. And this episode is going to sound a lot like the first one, but I've added some verses. I've added several examples of what I wanted to talk about. And this is going to definitely carry into multiple parts. So i just. just wanted to re-record this. I've, of course, got a website now for the podcast. I have an email as well, and I wanted to just update this episode. But I wanted to start by talking about the issue of pride, because I believe that that is the root of most of the problems in our society. So I will talk about that in just a few moments. But first, I just want to talk about the name of this podcast, Truth From the Heart. My goal is to bring you the truth from my heart and tell you what I have found to be true in the Christian walk and hopefully men minister to you in your walk. We as Christians are called to stand on the truth of God's word and deliver the truth in love. And I think sometimes people are more receptive of the truth when it comes from strangers. I don't have a special formula or any special ministry training, and that's what I think makes this podcast unique. I won't go into any deep theological discussions. I will save that for pastors who have podcasts. Not that there's anything wrong with pastors doing podcasts, but I think it's kind of expected that they will bring a theological view. I'm just trying to bring you essentially what I guess you could call the layman's view of what I have experienced in my life, what I have found to be true. And part of the reason I am doing this podcast is because I didn't see enough pastors standing up and talking about the tough issues that we face in today's society. The more I read God's word, the more I learn, and I just feel that we need to stand up. That is the truth that we are to live by. And one of the things that you'll hear me mention in each episode is encouragement to read the Bible and let it speak to you in your life through the power of the Holy Spirit. Again, I'm going to talk about what God has put on my heart, but more importantly, always take a look at what God's word says about the different topics because it does, my opinion doesn't matter. your opinion doesn't matter. what God's word says is what matters. And I have told God that if He would give me a platform, I would bring the truth of His word to as many as I can. I'll do an episode about standing for the truth of God's word no matter the cost and I hope you will also say I would rather stand with God and be judged by the world rather than stand with the world and be judged by God. If this podcast touches one life or if it gets you back to reading God's word, then it's all been worth it, and I would do it all again. As I mentioned, I do now have an email for the podcast, so if you have a question, you can email the podcast, Truth from the heart podcast at gmail.com. Also, I have a website where I am posting all of the latest episodes. And if you don't catch this or you can't write it down or you don't want to miss a letter or whatever the case may be, I can always email you this link as well. It's rss.com forward slash podcast with an S at the end forward slash truth from the heart. RSS.com slash podcast slash truth from the heart you'll see all the latest episodes there and again if you didn't catch that or if you want to make sure you have the correct link you can always email me truth from the heart podcast at gmail.com and i will send you the link so that you don't miss any of the latest episodes all right a few more final words. Just remember, I'm not trying to judge anyone. I think the truth needs to be said. I'm going to call things the way that I see them. And I am a sinner saved by grace, just like you are. Now that we've got the preliminaries out of the way, let's talk about today's episode, which is all about the issue of pride. And the reason I'm starting with this one is because I believe that pride is at the root of most of the sin and problems in our life. Just take a look at your life. Look at the problems that you have going on. Look at the problems of society. And I could almost guarantee you that at the root of it is pride. It's human nature. We think we know better and we only think of ourselves But in fact, God is omniscient, and we need to get out of his way and let him work and submit to him and not try and do things on our own. I want to start off, and I'm going to give you a lot of scripture today, and of course that's not a bad thing, that's a good thing, because it's always important to take a look at God's word. I'll try and go slow so you can get these down, but if you don't get them down, of course you can always go back and listen to each episode and get the References down. I read from the English Standard Version, so you can read along in whatever version you have. You may not be able to flip there quite as quick, but again, you can go back and read these on your own time. But I want to talk about I'm going to start with three verses that talk about how really nothing good comes from pride or why pride is so dangerous. I'm going to start with Proverbs sixteen five, a very good place to start, of course, in the book of wisdom. Proverbs sixteen five. Everyone who is arrogant in heart is an abomination to the Lord. Be assured, he will not go unpunished. Later on in Proverbs 16, verse 18 says, Pride goes before destruction, and a haughty spirit before a fall. And then finally, turning back one book to the book of Psalms, Psalm 138, verse 6 says, For though the Lord is high, he regards the lowly, but the haughty he knows from afar. So again, I think what those three verses tell us is that nothing good comes from pride. And I love what that one verse said, where it said, pride leads to destruction. And it does. Nothing good comes from pride. Pride does not come from heaven. It comes from the pit of hell. Now, to back that up, I want to talk about what is the first example of pride? And that would be none other than the prince of darkness himself, Lucifer, as he was known, which he is also known as Satan. But Satan and Lucifer, they're the same. Now, I would argue that really the first sin was pride. And I know some would argue and say, well, Satan can't really sin because he's not human. But nevertheless, pride, I believe, was really the first separation between creation and and God, if that makes any sense, because Satan is a created being. He did not exist with God in the beginning. John 1 1 says, In the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, and the Word was God. So Jesus existed with God in the beginning, but Lucifer did not. Lucifer is a created being. We've got to stop giving Satan more credit than what he is due. He is a created being like we are, okay? So let's get that out of the way first. He is not as powerful as we think, but I do want to read what happened to Lucifer that got him kicked out of heaven. Again, he let pride rule in his life, and you can read the entire section. I'm not going to read it all here for time's sake, but it's Ezekiel 28, 11 to 19. Ezekiel 28, 11 to 19. And I want to read verse 17. Your heart was proud because of your beauty. You corrupted your wisdom for the sake of your splendor. I cast you to the ground. I exposed you before kings to feast their eyes on you your heart was proud because of your beauty. Now you may not have known, but Lucifer was a guardian cherub. He was one of the most beautiful angels created. And we've got to get this image out of our minds that he is not this red creature with horns and with a pitchfork that I think came out of Hollywood. And that is a definite misinterpretation of Lucifer. That is not what he looks like. Okay. Now I don't know exactly, of course, what he looks like, but the Bible says that when we get to heaven, we're going to be able to look and we're going to be able to see what the prince of darkness looks like. And that is said in Isaiah fourteen sixteen. those who see you will stare at you and ponder over you. Is this the man who made the earth tremble? who shook the kingdoms, again, he may be beautiful. He may be handsome. He may look nice. But I think we're going to be very surprised. I can guarantee you now, I don't know exactly what he looks like, but it is not this red creature with horns and a pitchfork. We're going to actually be uh, pretty amazed and be like, "This, this is the prince of darkness. This is the one who tried to drive us away from the throne of grace and who has been tormenting this world ever since it was created. I mentioned earlier that Satan, of course, was kicked out of heaven because of his pride, and there is no room for pride in heaven. And there is another passage that talks about how Lucifer's pride led to his destruction. Remember, that sounds a lot like a verse that I read earlier. And that passage that talks about Lucifer's downfall is Isaiah 14, 12 to 21, Isaiah 14, 12 to 21. Again, I'm not going to read the whole passage. I just read one verse from that passage where it talks about how we'll get a glimpse of what Satan looks like. But I do want to read two verses in that passage because I think they make a, a very good pointer. They kind of hit home this idea that Satan's pride is what led to his downfall. Isaiah 14, 13 to 15 You said in your heart, I will ascend to heaven above the stars of God. I will set my throne on high. I will set on the mount of assembly in the far reaches of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will make myself like the most high. But you are brought down to Sheol, to the far reaches of the pit. So that tells us that Satan, in his heart, he let pride rule his heart and say, I'm going to ascend above the heavens. I'm going to sit on the throne of the Most High. And God says, no, not in my house. And he kicked him out of heaven for good, and he will never reside in heaven again. And that's the other part that I just find so amazing. He let pride get in his way. He was in the presence of God Almighty. He was in heaven. He was a cherub angel. There are different hierarchies, and many believe that he was very high up in the ranks. He gave all of that up because he let his pride get in his way, and we cannot do that in our lives. We cannot let pride get in our way. Pride comes straight from the pit of hell. 1 John 2.16, for all that is in the world, the desires of the flesh and the desires of the eyes, and pride of life is not from the Father, but is from the world. I like using illustrations, and I want to use this illustration. And I'll probably use different illustrations throughout different episodes on this podcast. But this illustration is based on really three words, and they all go along with each other. And those three words are pride, sin, and the name Lucifer. So let's start with pride. What is the middle letter in the word pride? It's I. What is the middle letter in the word sin? It's I. And what's the middle letter in the name Lucifer? It's I. Do you see a common pattern there? What's the problem with pride? The problem with pride is I, because as I mentioned earlier, it's human nature. We think we know what's best, and we know what we want, and we want it now. And that is pride, and we cannot have that in our lives, especially if we are walking the Christian walk. We have to get pride out of our lives and let God take control. Why wouldn't we want to let God take control? He can see the future. He saw every day that, is, that has ever existed before he ever created the world. Why would we not want to put our faith and our trust in him and let him be the one who guides us down that right path. It's that human nature. It's that flesh saying, no, 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 no. We want to be in control. It's your life. You should be in control. And that's just not the case. I want to give several examples of pride. And I'm not going to be able to get to all the examples in this episode. But I am going to, I think, be able to get through this first one. And this first one is one that has really taken off, I would say, over the last 20, maybe 30 years here, especially in the United States. And that is that, of course, June is Pride Month, gay Pride Month in particular. And I have a former co-worker who was living the homosexual lifestyle and still is. He is married to another man and he's still living that lifestyle. And he says that he wasn't born that way, but he tried to make an excuse and say that his mother used some kind of Tupperware when he was young, and that's what made him gay. Let me be very clear about this. Being gay is a choice. It is a choice. Now, something may have happened in a person's life. They may have been abused as a child. They may have been abused as a teenager. And listen, I'm not saying that I don't feel sorry for them. My heart goes out to them. I pray for them, but I want to be very clear that it is a choice. And I know that that abuse and that that mindset or that traumatic experience can mess up your minds, but God has said that homosexuality is wrong. If you believe that we're made in the image of God and we are created by him, then you cannot believe that way. God does not contradict himself. He would never say He would never make you a certain way and then say in his word that it's wrong. He does give us free will. And that's where I say it is a choice. Here's the beautiful thing. And this was one of the earlier verses that I memorized. But this verse, I just hope you take it to heart because this one is so true. And it's 1 John 1, 9. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. No one is outside the grace of God. That verse says, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just, and he will forgive us our sins, and he will cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So anyone living in the homosexual lifestyle, don't believe the lie. Don't believe that you cannot come out of that lifestyle. And I know that judgment is coming for many, including those who live a homosexual lifestyle. But again, no one is outside the grace of God. My heart breaks for them. And I just feel so sorry that they are being misled by Lucifer, by Satan. Stop believing his lies. If God's word says it's wrong, it's wrong. And Satan is going to make you believe the lie to drive you away from the throne of God. And if we are children of God, then his goal is always to drive us away from God and not to God. He doesn't care about us, as we're reminded in John 10.10. The thief comes only to kill, to steal, and to destroy. I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. And the reason I'm talking about homosexuality in particular, one, as I said, it seems to have really become more prevalent in society, or a lot more people are outspoken in the last 20 or 30 years, but as I also mentioned, God's word is very clear that those who are Practicing that lifestyle will not inherit the kingdom of heaven. And 1 Corinthians 6, 9 through 10 is very explicit on that. Or do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived. Neither the sexually immoral, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor men who practice homosexuality, nor thieves, nor the greedy, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor swindlers will inherit the kingdom of God. That's a pretty long list, but did you notice what is on that list? Homosexuals. It says men who practice homosexuality will not inherit the kingdom of God. So it is a choice, but I think it comes down to Many, again, maybe they had abuse in their lives and maybe that has messed up their minds. But I think there are some of them that say, that's just the way that I am. That's pride getting in the way of you admitting, look, I am a sinner. I'm a sinner saved by grace. I don't want to live this lifestyle anymore. I want to live the lifestyle that God would have me live in my life. And I can guarantee you, the homosexual lifestyle is not that lifestyle. God cares about us. The Bible is not a book of suggestions. It's God's word, and it's how we are to live our lives. He gave the ultimate gift in Jesus to pay the price for our sins because he loves us so much. And I just pray that if you are living that homosexual lifestyle, that you will get out of it today. Stop believing the lies. Turn that issue in your life. Turn those desires over to God and ask him, please take these desires out of my life. Take the pride out of this area of my life so that I can live the life that you want me to live. I gave you a couple examples of pride, and I talked about the first example of pride in the Bible. And, of course, I gave you one example of pride in our society or one of the issues that I believe pride has led to. And I have got several more examples. I will talk about those on the next episode. So I hope you will tune into that episode. The takeaway from today is... I hope that I made my point and got my point across was nothing good comes from pride, and we need to get the pride out of different areas of our lives. I'm going to close this out with a quick prayer. Lord, We come to you humbly today, and Lord, I know, especially in my life, and I still struggle with this, as I said at the beginning of the broadcast, I am just a sinner saved by your amazing grace. And Lord, I pray that there would be many listening to today's episode that would come to you and ask you to help them examine their lives and get pride out of whatever area of their lives pride is running rampant, because nothing good comes from pride. Lord, I pray for those who are living a homosexual lifestyle. I pray that they would come to you and come to the throne of grace and ask you for forgiveness, but also ask you to take those desires out of their lives so that they can live the life that you have willed for them and that they would stop believing the lies of the enemy. And Lord, I also pray that you would help many Christians stand on the truth of your word and say homosexuality is wrong. It is wrong. We are to love them. I pray that we can love on them, but also share the good news of the gospel and the truth of your word with them. Lord, thank you for your word, and thank you for sending Jesus to die for us. It's in your name that I pray. Amen. Thank you so much for listening to Truth from the Heart with Travis Sullivan. Again, I will continue today's discussion on the next episode. Remember, Jesus is King. Maranatha. God bless. Until next time.